Hello, welcome to Game Chat with One, episode 143. I had to look at my notes because I didn't know what episode it was. Sometimes I lose track of that kind of stuff, but welcome to the episode. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you don't know what Game Chat One is, this is what I do every week. We talk about the last seven days of gaming news, and we try to fill your eardrums with all kinds of gaming nuggets in the gaming news sphere. I'm just making up words at this point because I don't have any kind of script. I'm one of those people that don't, I don't do scripts. I just, I just wing it. Can you tell? Yeah, you can tell. Uh, this week, uh, I tried out Age of Water. This is a new MMO uh, published by Gaijin, the guys behind War Thunder. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, check out my old VODs. I'll, I'll put the link in the show description. Age of Water is a closed beta game, and it's pretty much the water world MMO that you've all dreamed of. You run around the boat. You gather stuff from the ocean and you make a bigger boat to, to gather more stuff and to make a bigger boat. It's that whole gameplay loop that we all adore in MMORPGs. And I've been trying it out. It's oddly, oddly addicting, but sadly, the game was getting DDoSed half the time I was playing it to the point to where it was frustrating. So you get to a point where you're having a lot of fun, you're getting the hang of the game, but then it, the, the servers go down for six hours at a time. And it took me a little bit of time to even figure out how to figure out what was going on. I had to dig out the uh, the Discord of the developers from some random streamers chat. Uh, they seem to lack social media presence. So Age of Water, the game is looking good, but it's kind of in shambles right now because of all the attacks. But I think the attacks have slowed down, so I may go back and try it again in a couple of days. Also, I've been knee deep in all the mod seven to the sky in Minecraft. Also, I've been playing vanilla Minecraft on our community server. I, I got bit by the Minecraft bug again. I don't know how it happened, but I've been playing quite a bit of Minecraft uh, on top of my progression in Final Fantasy 16, all of which I've been streaming on my live stream on YouTube and on kick.com slash Buona. And then every Friday we stream on twitch.tv slash Buona. Speaking of twitch.tv slash Buona, we recently had one of our Friday shenanigans sessions. And I played Raft kind of for the first time. I played it the night before just to get the hang of the mechanics. And uh, we were playing with the mod called uh, or with a system called Crowd Control. If you ever heard of it, Crowd Control is a, is a chat interaction suite, which allows chat to basically control your game. For instance, you could be riding on your raft in, in the game and chat can say, hey, let's remove that piece of your boat so you'll fall in it. Oh, get attacked by a shark. Oh, here's a bunch of big waves. So we we played with crowd control with uh, not only with rap, but we did even Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, that one, the Super Mario Brothers. And also with just vanilla Minecraft. And it was a lot of fun. So we're going to be doing much more of crowd control stuff this week as well. Um, but Raft is surprisingly good. I was shocked. Um, I knew it was good. Okay, a lot of people gave it raving reviews. It's been out a while. Everybody says it's good, but I just never played it. And I finally got a chance to play it. It was gifted to me a while ago, and I finally found time to play it. And... Uh, it's really, really enthralling, really good. I don't know how deep it goes the further you get into the game, but the gameplay loop is very, very time travel What I mean by that is you, you play, and then all of a sudden it's morning. You know, that's that's the kind of thing I mean with that. Uh, also in the uh, time-traveling news, there's another game out called uh, Halls of Torment. If you've ever played uh, Vampire Survivors, which is another time-traveling game where you start playing, and next thing you know it's morning. Halls of Torment takes it to a new level. I haven't gotten this game yet, but it is on my Steam wish list. I do want it. It's on sale for $4 during the Steam summer sale. And if you've ever played Vampire Survivors, you know what I'm talking about. It's basically one of those auto games where you just run around and you position yourself and your abilities do all the damage. 
when this first came out, people were bashing it, saying, oh, the game plays itself. This is just like an ILO game or blah, blah, blah. 48,000 hours later into the game, they're craving more types of games like that. I think Brotato is another one that just came out. Uh, there's a couple of other Vampire Survivor clones that have come out. But Halls of Torment is extremely positive rated on Steam right now. And it is doing very, very well. And it's, it's very cheap. It has the, the art style of like Diablo 2, Diablo 1, Diablo 2. And it seems to be a, a sort of a different take than Vampire Survivors. I like to know. I don't know. I haven't played it yet. I've watched a couple people play it a little bit, but it looks really fun. So we're going to be checking it out definitely in the future. So now let's get to our news. And for our first story, we're going to be talking about AI voice. This is something that is really, really taking off everywhere these days. And when it comes to even live streams and people doing like text to speech and stuff with AI voice and AI voices being incorporated into games. This one has to do with a voice actress by the name of Erica Lindbeck. You may have heard of her. She's she did a voice in uh, in Persona 5. She protested someone using her voice to a single song called Welcome to the Internet. So they used a AI version of her voice, uh, an AI cover, as what they call it, an AI cover of her voice, singing a song called Welcome to the Internet. And she she basically says she didn't consent to that uh, in so many words. I don't have the exact wording of her uh, of her rebuttal to it, but apparently she was met with a lot of pushback from various individuals on the Internet. Uh, so much so that she has deleted her Twitter account and Instagram accounts. So this is, uh, this is one of those odd stories where you feel like you're missing something because she protested somebody using her voice in AI and she is being perceived as, this is what the story is saying, is that she's being perceived as the aggressor or as the bully in this case, that she should basically just not say anything about it. And this is a good quote from the article. It says, uh, says, given, given seeing your voice used against your will is naturally quite a violating experience, Linwell, as well as other figures in the industry, spoke out against it, asking for the cover to be taken down. And I'm noticing a big, big uh, wave on Twitter as well. People basically saying, I don't give consent for you to use my voice for any type of AI stuff. Now, this is related to games because this is these are AI voices of game voice actors. So... I think what's happening is that a lot of people identify with the voices of their favorite games and they're trying to use some AI stuff to recreate some stuff, you know, which in, on the surface kind of seems point, uh, harmless. I'm not going to say pointless, but kind of harmless. But you got to understand how it feels to be that person that you're actually taking their likeness and making it do whatever you will. Now, this could be used for harmless things such as singing a song or it can go even further to even violating things that are not very good. Uh, for your image or just for anybody to see it, it is really, really bad. It, it's, get, it's getting worse. Actually, this this article says AI discussions have become a central part of discourse in nearly every creative industry on the business side. Sites like Jezebel and Gizmodo are dealing with corporate interests to see as a tool to weigh the cheap out on paying for writers. Wow. This extends to the Writers Guild of America, who have regulated the use of AI among the terms of their ongoing strike. While huge companies like Disney use technology for shows like Secret Invasion. On the fan side, there's also a case of bodily autonomy. If and says they don't want, I don't know, I think it says if an actress or if an actress says they don't like what you're doing with their work, that boundary needs to be respected, especially when it comes to something as personal as a voice. The harassment Limbeck faces also shines an ugly light on the nature of AI advocates. Despite being fans enough to want to use Limbeck's voice, there's an alarming lack of respect when she uses it herself to tell them to stop. So this is a weird story. It's actually kind of odd that anyone would not 
like, I don't know, I maybe I have too much common sense, but it's like if someone tells you not to use their voice for something, you kind of should do that. Um, I don't know what makes you think you have the right to replicate somebody's voice using AI to sing something. This is not like an impersonation. This is not like satire. This is this is a little bit further than that. And I think that's why it's kind of a wild west right now, because we really don't have anything to cover this. I don't think exactly I, like like they were talking about the Writers Guild and some other things with uh with writers and stuff. When it comes to AI replication, it's so close to the original. This is not like somebody impersonating you. This is is almost one to one. It could be it can easily be mistaken for you and is digitally created. There's got to, I said this, I think I'm saying this every podcast or a video I talk about AI. We're going too fast with AI. Need to slow down. Some things need to catch up. Society is not ready for this type of technology to just be put into everyone's hands. I'm not saying society is not ready for it in general, but we're giving this technology to everybody and people don't know how to handle it. And the, the repercussions are going to be a little bit crazy when people start to act on their own because the laws aren't protecting them. Uh, in this case, Erica Limbeck was forced off of social media. Surprise. Because she said, don't use my voice in your song. Check the story out, guys. This is over on GamerBraves.com. This is the only article I could really find about it. It's, it's making waves on Twitter. If you see people talking about, I am such a voice actress and I... Do not give you consent to use my voice in AI. A lot of voice actors and actresses are speaking out that they don't want their voices to be used in AI so that people can just turn it around and use it for whatever, what they want, using their likeness and image for whatever they want uh, without any repercussions. So check it out. Stories over on GamerBraves.com. And for our next story, we're going to be talking about CSGO. And we're not going to be talking about the actual game. We're going to be talking about the lucrative economy surrounding CSGO. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just recently, OniPixel did a $120,000 case opening stream on Twitch to almost 200,000 people. Just opening CSGO cases for potential super guns and super knives that are worth a lot of money. They don't do any, they don't do any good in the game. They just look a certain way and they're worth thousands of dollars. Just to give you some indication. He opened two cases that were worth $20,000 each, $20,000 for just a case for a chance to get something. And then he opened the cases and spoiler alert, he ain't getting nothing out of it. This story is talking about a ban wave on Valve that results in almost 1.5 million pounds worth of in-game items being made worthless. And this is coming by way of a cryptocurrency possible scandal. So around 40 accounts, according to this article, were banned by Valve. Removing that 1.5 million pounds worth of in-game items. According to Dexerto, uh, CSGO Empire shared a document containing a list of CSGO traders. It claimed were illegally laundering millions of dollars worth of crypto through a rival site, CSGO Roll. Now, these are all accusations, nothing that's been proven. But it looks like Valve has just taken initiative to ban all of these people uh, from Steam. And uh, this is this is crazy. So the owner of CSGO Roll has come out with a response. He says, I own a gamified skins trading platform. And by law, this is not classified as a casino in our largest markets because we do not offer cash withdrawals. Contracted skin suppliers are not allowed to play games on the platform. Thus, we can legally play, pay them crypto for their skins to always ensure that we have a liquid marketplace. This was all checked by lawyers years ago and we keep ourselves up to date on modern regulations to always make sure that we are compliant with the law. Now, that sounds pretty legit, right? That does sound pretty legit, but Valve doesn't care. <laughs> Valve doesn't care. Valve hasn't shared an official comment on the matter, though obviously it looks like the bans and accusations could be linked. And this is something that 
is making waves. As noted by Jake Lucky on Twitter, a number of players are now selling their in-game assets, obviously in a panic response out of concern of also being banned. So this one's going to be one to watch, man, because they're being accused of money laundering. And when it comes to crypto, a lot of people seem to be choosing that as a money money laundering technique nowadays because it's not really closely regulated like a lot of, a lot of other things are. Uh, that doesn't mean if you have crypto, you're money laundering, but it is a target for it. So I imagine some some federal some federal agencies and some other things might be getting involved soon. Maybe maybe some other financial agencies maybe getting involved. But Valve has already taken initiative to ban these guys, which just removes. 1.5 million pounds. This is almost 1.9 million dollars worth of items from the economy of CSGO. Now, I'd be really interested to see what exactly the, the economy is in CSGO. I imagine it's in the billions, in the multiple, multiple billions worth of in-game skins. Let that sink in. Billions of dollars of in-game skins circulating to players of a game that's probably what almost 10 years old now cs uh counter-strike 2 is going to be coming out soon but csgo is pretty old and you think about games like tf2 and other valve based games that have all these skins dota that have these really valuable skins but csgo counter-strike is the leader in this world as you saw a hundred and twenty thousand dollar case opening by only pixel which he basically got nothing out of um it's crazy. It's crazy. Check the story out over on VG247. They got the they got the story over there. And uh, I got to say, man, this this stuff is just amazing. It's amazing to watch. And I'm really curious about how how the how the regulations are going to be updated coming up, because, you know, this if you look at what people do on these CSGO skin websites, it looks very similar to gambling. It really does. There's very little difference between what you see on these sites and what you see on sites like Stake and other other gambling websites out there. Uh, but it's just skins. It, that's the thing. It's just skins. And they, they get, like you said, they get around it by saying that you can't withdraw money. But through crypto, you can still, you know, get around those limitations of uh, not being able to withdraw uh, cash from the sites. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's something to watch. And um, is I, at this rate, if, if laws don't change, if regulations don't get updated, or if things aren't made even more clear so people can't go through these backdoor gray areas, it's going to get worse. It's actually going to get worse. So I, I'm a little bit concerned. I'm concerned that this, this is going to get worse and it's going to make games the target of criminals. Which you don't want to see as if you're just a bona fide gamer. You don't want to see criminals like coming in and ruining your games and how they work and stuff like that. But check it out. VG27, VG247 has the, the details over there. And for our next story, I just realized I had my headphones on. Why y'all tell me this stuff? Anyway, next story we're gonna talk about Naraka Blade Point. Naraka Blade Point is a uh, a free-to-play BR game, which takes a new uh, kind of like a new take on it. It's not like with guns and stuff. It's like with uh, with martial arts and melee and and magic and stuff. And uh, it came out on PC back in August of 2021. I remember doing a couple of sponsor streams on Twitch with it, and I had a lot of fun. Uh, I stuck with it for a while, but it, it suffered one of those things that that one likes to do is that I buy a battle pass for a game and then I stop playing it. So that's what happened with the Rock of Blade Point. I, I was like, man, this game is cool. I'm going to buy the Battle Pass. And then I proceeded to play something else, and then the Battle Pass expired. But anyway, 
That doesn't say the game is bad. It just means that Buona ain't got no sense. Anyway, PlayStation Blog has put up this post because this game is coming to Xbox and PlayStation 5. Uh, I believe the Xbox, let me let me look this up. I think the Xbox is going to be, yeah. The Xbox Series XS is going to be June 23rd, or it was already June 23rd, I'm sorry. It came out on June 23rd, but the PlayStation 5 version is coming out on July 15th. So if you got a PlayStation 5 and you want to play this VR game, you should check it out. It's really high action, really, really fun combat, and uh, you'll find yourself winning BRs when you really don't win any because you know i don't, I haven't won many br games but i won a few matches in this and it felt really really good um so they've done some playstation 5 optimizations to it they said we optimize control for the ps5 dual sense controller if you're wondering what the differences are between ps5 and pc allowing users to achieve any combo we installed an aim pilot aimbot to help players better use their grapples. Grapples is a, uh, a device you use in the game because you're basically a ninja. You're basically a super ninja. You're like grappling on rooftops and in trees and stuff. And you can like hide in the top of trees. It's really Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, in the video game. Uh, whether they plan to aim at their enemy's body or the ground close by, they can manage it with ease. Another function we included is the auto turnaround of something that Controller users such as myself. When let me get my dual, look at my dual senses plugged in right now. This thing right here, boy, I have trouble turning around. You can tell that I used to call it controller turn. When you, you can tell somebody if you're spectating somebody and they're they're turning around with a the controller, it's just like mm, it turns so slow. And if you have a mouse, you just go whoop and you just whip around really fast. So they've added something called uh, a function called auto turnaround. And it's a commonly used feature for action games. We also focus on SSD optimization, so PlayStation 5 players can enjoy higher frame rates and loading speeds. So I'm probably going to install this on my PS5 just to see how it performs, even though I do have it on PC. I've had it since last year. Uh, and yeah, so the game's officially going to be free to play. So if you don't want to pay money, you don't have to. It's going to have a cash shop, probably going to have some borderline pay-to-win stuff. I haven't seen the cash shop in a while, but it is mixed reviews on Steam right now. So that probably means the shop went sour <laughs> i don't know for sure but usually when reviews go to mixed on steam for a good game it's probably because the cash shop probably ruined something so it's going to be free to play uh on playstation starting july 15th and if you're interested in it you know check it out uh there's probably some articles and some and some videos on on the internet i haven't done any i haven't seen any but um you, you can check out some of these other videos where they talk about the cash shop updates and if anything is going bad or anything like that. I did I did see that a streamer that I watched named Maximilian dude. He's going to be having a a collaboration with uh, Narak. He's going to have his own skin and also a skin of his late dog. And I, I'm kind of it was a bittersweet thing because the dog was always on his stream. And when the dog passed, man, his, his whole community just was like sad. So seeing that dog being remembered in a video game through all these different emotes and he's got like different animations, it's really it's really heartwarming. But at the same time, man, it it's, it, it, it pulls the tears out of your eyes. It just yanks them out. So they're going to have a uh, they're going to have a collaboration with Maximilian, dude. He's going to have his own skin with his dog. Uh, all of this is coming to PlayStation 5 on July 13th. I don't know when Max's um, package is coming out, but uh, it is going to be on PS5 on july 13th so if you're into brs you like ninjas you watch crouching tiger hidden dragon like man, i want to do that 
playing the rock of blade point it's really really fun i hope hopefully the cash shop won't be as bad as people seemingly are making it out to be so check it out over on the playstation blog they got the details over there and for our next story we're going to talk about free civ this is a free implementation of civilization a very popular strategy game amongst us gamers free civ 3d is now in browser via a project from andreas a longtime slash dot reader according to this article on slash dot that fsiv.net is now available for you to play free civ 3d in your browser and this is really cool this has been a long time project coming uh those of you who played free civ in the past knew that it was like a downloadable thing that you had to get blah 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 have the right have the right drivers and all this stuff but now this is all browser base the game is open source with an agpl license and has been development since 2016. FreeCiv 3D has the same goal as Lickess, 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 and other open source web games, creating an accessible platform for FreeCiv players of all levels. FreeCiv 3D for the web has been in development for many years, and now we think the game is ready. So if you go over to fciv.net, this is what it looks like. You put in your player name, and you just take off with FreeCiv 3D. If you're into civilization and you want to check out this free open source version of it, just go to fciv.net and you can check it out. This is really cool. I love to see open source projects like this just come to more accessible means because a lot of open source things can be a little bit bump, bumpy. Um, that's, that's me, that's me being nice. It could be a little bit bumpy, whether it be for driver compatibility, uh, working on Linux, not working on Linux, working on Windows, working on Mac. This right here, by it being a web-based platform, makes it accessible to a lot of different people. And you can see the beauty of open source without all the headache, uh, because open source to me a lot of times does come with a with a headache attached to it. So fciv.net, just go to the URL, put in the player name, start playing. It could be very very cool and very simple for you to get started in this great world called Civilization. Civilization is a great game that I love, but I never finished the game. I can honestly say I have never finished one game of Civilization. I think in my community, we've we probably started like four games, three or four games that lasted like weeks. And we just thought I'll just stop playing. It's weird, but it's fun. But it's weird. Check it out. Over on Slashdoc.org, they got the details about fciv.net. Free Civ 3D now in your web browser. And that concludes Game Chat with Buona, episode 143. I want to thank you all for coming by. Thank you. Thank you for listening and thank you for watching. This is available on YouTube and on Spotify. Check out the links in the show description below if you want to check those, check it out on those platforms. I'm stumbling words, but I'm going to keep going. Thank you so much for watching. Also, I want to thank you to my patrons. I want to thank my patrons at patreon.com slash Buona. These wonderful individuals make it happen. Thank you so much for contributing your hard earned currency, money, your bread and butter. To the boy Buona on the internet, thank you so much for your support. Also, I want to thank to all my followers on Twitter, on Discord, and on all the other platforms I'm on social media. If you follow me on there, you click like on any of my posts or retweet or just read them. Thank you so much for your interaction. I appreciate all of you. We live stream. We do. We live stream on YouTube here. Follow my YouTube here. Subscribe. And also on kick.com slash Buona. We do that almost every day. But on Fridays, you can come over to twitch.tv slash one and we have some great fun with some shenanigans and we play a lot of different games and all the things i talked about in the intro we've done on our live streams and stuff like that so uh please look forward to it as the final fantasy people <laughs> would say and speaking of final fantasy we're gonna finish that soon man i can feel it i'm probably like 30 percent through it but at this rate i'll probably be done in december and that's great that's good that's good news good news with games like halls of torment coming out that's not gonna slow me down at all nah 
Now it's going to be cool. Join our Discord. We just overhauled it. Discord got an overhaul. We're making it prettier and livelier and easier and new using new user new new, new user friendlier than before. Come on by. That's where we talk about everything in our community. That's where we can congregate and that's where we shenanigate. Yes, I made that word up. Check it out. Discord.gg slash Buona. This is Game Chat One, episode 143. Thank you so much for watching, listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.